You want to buy my collection? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Lumber Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, with me remotely because it's a hellscape of ice and snow out there. The it's Whiskey bad. Mutant. It me. It you. I'm cold. What up, dog? What up? <laughs> what up, bro? What up, bro? It really yeah. is cold here. It's it's and miserable. It's nasty. I haven't checked the, the temperature in a while, but the last time was, I did, it was negative seven. I was negative six the last time I looked. And that's not even with the wind chill. Okay, it's negative two right now. Oh, we're getting closer. <laughs> getting <laughs> closer to positive numbers. <laughs> we're warming up. Oh. Uh, but apparently it feels like it's negative 25. So oh I let the dogs out earlier and Stan just looked at me like I was the most evil person. Ever. I'm like, you got to use the bathroom, you little turd. You got to pee, brother. You were made. You're an animal. You were made for this. Marie this and is where- kind of did the same thing. They just ran out and ran back in. Uh, If it's your first time here, thank you so much for checking out the show. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. If you're returning, thanks so much for coming back and listening to another episode. Coming on, you know what? Or watching us on YouTube. Sit down. It's going to be a good episode. Take your shoes off. Warm up. Relax. Just have a good time. Yeah, this is uh, the episode of the year that we always very much look forward to. Um, That's probably the episode of the year that people talk to us the most through their headphones or through their yeah. uh, stereo oh, for or sure. something. For sure. Like, what are you doing? Screaming that at, one? <laughs> screaming at their iPods. <laughs> yeah. No! That's not right! How dare you, sir? How dare you put this... How dare you even make a list? <laughs> so I, I wanted to uh, run this by you, too. I haven't... Uh, I was kind of conjecturing uh, about this privately. Okay. But I okay. wanted to do uh in January okay. a a campaign, I guess, to get on Halo. No. Oh. On Call of it's... Duty. Oh. Okay. Well, Cuz it's mean, got the word it. duty in the name. <laughs> <laughs> duty. Uh no, I I wanted to because we we haven't had a new review on Apple or anywhere. Uh, on the podcast in a long time. Yeah, we really have. So we? I figured what we do is if you haven't left a review yet, uh, during the month of January, if you leave one, we will put you into a giveaway for some samples. Ooh. And it's maybe. Review-a-thon. Maybe they'll maybe. include our number ones of 2022. I can do that. I can do that. I got enough left. I could probably do that, too. There you go. I don't think we have the same ones this year. I will give you... I will give a sample of my number one and my least favorite of the year. Well, I think I know what your least favorite is. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, so during the month of January, we're going to do a little giveaway just to uh, encourage people to... Get us some more reviews. It's a really good way for other people to find us. It pushes us up in the algorithm, the search algorithm. I don't know exactly how that works. I just know that it does. So aside the from review, telling a rhythm, review <laughs> yeah. rhythm. Aside from you know telling your friends about the show, 
telling them to listen. Uh, that is just about the best way for your people to find what we do. Yeah. So do those things. Do it. And also follow us on social media at my bourbon pod and at whiskey mutant. That's me. You can also check out all of our apparel and merchandise on bourbonshop.threadless.com or at whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. My store is under construction at the moment because I've honestly, I got to thank people for having so many random orders that I was afraid that my uh, inventory was off because I was getting low on everything. So I, I stopped it for a second because I need to go through what's left because I'm about out of everything and I don't want anybody to order anything and my counts be off. So I apologize if you go to that and you don't see it there. I will have that up shortly. Cool. So uh, a post-Christmas, post-holiday sale. Yeah. Yeah, something like maybe that. I'll do something crazy. Like everything's a dollar. Let's go. <laughs> and then you can also support the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month for as little as five dollars yeah. a month. You get a bunch of bonus content that includes the pregame chats, which we do before every single episode. Which We're I in the ranted. middle. We are I just, just about, off. You did. Yeah. You named people, too. And <laughs> yeah. now you're on a list. Yeah. Um, but we uh, we're also finishing up season three of Sampley Irresistible. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna start out the new year with the season finale of that, uh, mm. and then we're gonna start a new six week show uh, just to give Sampley Irresistible and Pours from the Floor a break uh, for a little bit. Oh, and you can listen to uh, all that Patreon stuff directly in your podcast app. You don't have yeah, to use the Patreon app. You can get an R- uh, exclusive RSS feed. Which you can just pop right in to your podcast app, except for Spotify. Spotify is the only one that doesn't allow it. No, oh, sorry. That's the whole Spotify thing. Spotify for you. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's next? What are we doing? Sips and oh yeah, sips snacks. and snacks. Oh, I, I got a special had, one for you. I even had the cookie sitting out in front of me. I got a special one for you. For I, me? Well, for you to do. Because I obviously know what are in these sample bottles, and you do not know what are in these sample bottles. It's true. I don't. Um, I'm as blind as a baby bat. You kind of do, but I'm not going to remind you. Well, I know what's Um, in one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I want you to take, I I labeled them one and two, Mm -hmm. and I want you to pair them with this snickerdoodle cookie from Crumble that I have to give a shout out to my buddy, Mike. A.K.A. Whiskey Morgue and his wife, Mal. Um, they, for a little Christmas surprise, they ordered me crumble cookies. Oh. And had them sent to the house. And I have been eating on those. And the kids have been eating on those. And it was, it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I, man. <laughs> I just said I ranted <laughs> in the pregame chats about Instagram. But I have to admit... Um, uh, Whiskey Morgue has become one of my really good, if not one of my best Instagram friends. Um, and we talk about him on the show and all this stuff. But he, yeah, he just did that. Like, they sent that, a whole box of them uh, to Freaking us. Freaking awesome. Yeah, so. Um, Thanks, Mike. Yeah, so follow Mike at Whiskey Morgue and follow his wife uh, at Cookies Carrots Chemistry. She makes cookies and she does cookie art and stuff like that. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, they're a great, uh, great uh, set of people. They have a beautiful little baby. And thanks. So this Sips and Snacks is brought to you by Whiskey Mork. There you go. 
So this is the snickerdoodle cookie that was in there. It's a big, soft snickerdoodle cookie. And Perry loves snickerdoodle cookies. I, I do love this. snickerdoodle cookies. They're one of my favorites. Yes. So I want you to pair one, pair the two samples, and I want you to tell me which one is the best, and then I'll explain where okay. we got to this. Where we All got right. to this. I'm being I'm being challenged. Yes. Yes. Here. Yes. 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 Okay. I'm going to pour them up too. Try not to show you. Tried these the other day when I was getting this ready, and I was it was kind of a split decision, but mm. but yes, you. I want you to rank them one one or two, which pairing is the best. That cookie is so good. I'm just going straight for the pour over, too. Do it. Whoa! If you're, if you're listening to this, you can go to YouTube and watch this. Mm. Oh, sorry. I, I'm trying. I want to cover the mic. So. I appreciate you. Ooh, that's good, too. Both are ridiculously good. I think I know which one I like better. Uh-huh. But I I don't know if that necessarily means that it's the one that you went with. You know what I mean? I like them both. I don't I don't necessarily I'm not really ranking them. I just want you to rank it. Okay. I've made my decision. Okay. It's a good pairing, both of them, right? Yes. Okay. Sample two. Yes. It does something to it that the first one doesn't. The first one okay. complements it really well, but the second one explodes. It's a yes. it, it makes it into like it, it introduces fruit to mm -hmm. it. So, in a, so in the a way first that the one, first one doesn't. The first one really like just expands on the snickerdoodle note and it's like yeah. snickerdoodle, snickerdoodle. The second one really does takes a snickerdoodle and it adds kind of like a extra flavor, like some extra icing or something like that to it. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's almost like a like a strawberry cream yeah, icing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we just compared and it, it, there's a little, a little bit of what is it when you put like the little symbol beside of asterisks at the bottom? Yeah, of this. asterisk. Yeah. But I think in 2023, we, I want to, I want to, I want to, I don't necessarily want to have a competition, but I want to pair with Peggy No Stevens, and she put out her Christmas pairings, and she paired a Snickerdoodle cookie with a Four Roses pick that she did so i got a four roses pick that was the same recipe the almost the same proof and that's what number one was number one was a four roses dang paired with snickerdoodle a single barrel pick obsf and she also did like her bourbon women pick with that and she kind of said that like it complements like the snickerdoodle so i said i'm going to try to change it up so i paired it with 
Pursuit United Rye. Yeah, you did. To kind of spice it up and add a different flavor to it. So I wanted to I wanted to put my pairing up against Peggy's pairing. Yeah. Which in all honesty, like she's probably the goat pair. Like, no joke. Like she's the goat of pairing. Still though. Uh, I like but, I like the challenge of it though. I like yes. the that yes. you know, because I mean it's the the same way that we talk about, you know, how you drink your bourbon. Yeah. There's there's no one way or another that right, right, is, right. should be considered the right way, excuse me. Yes. And I I think it just it gives you a sense of ownership in a way that just parroting what somebody else has already done doesn't. Yeah. You know. I'm going to talk about that a little bit in uh in tips and bits too um because uh, there's, it's, it's a book. I'm going to recommend another book. Um, but there's a specific passage in it or a specific story in it that I, I'm going to recommend and bring that back up. Yeah. That's well. a, so. that's a, um, me and April were kind of talking about like resolutions for new year's. Um, and I don't really talk about a lot of mine. They're just kind of personal stuff. But one thing was I would like to read more like, yeah. At least read a couple of books. Like I'm, I love comic books, like graphic novels, and you know that's not like reading an actual like book book. Yeah. So I want to do that. I got a couple other things, but that's one of the things on the list I want to try to do more is read. But I, I anyway, mean, it's, it's definitely something that I'm going to continue doing into the yeah, new year. Yeah. And I started out really strong because in the first week of of listening to these audio books, uh, which I. As I said in High Proof Hot Takes last week, I do still consider reading. Um, I made, <laughs> made my way through five books. And one of them was 29 hours long. So <laughs> Damn. I could have had I could have had like at least two more if I hadn't read that one. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I read one book <laughs> or listened to a book. So um, five five in a week, I think, is pretty, pretty decent. I'm not upset yes. about that. Yes. Um, I'm in the middle of one very manic book right now. Too. Oh. <laughs> it's Bob Dylan's new book. I've, oh, it's yeah, crazy. You've been, it's, you know, you've been talking about it's that. crazy, man. It's 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 wild, wild stuff. The dude's something else. But anyway, uh, what have you been drinking recently? What have I been drinking? Well, we teased it last episode um, that I said I got traded a... I traded a bottle for a bottle, and that yes. bottle that I spoke of was the Calumet 16-year. You want to pour that up? Yeah, I do. Right now? Oh, man. Um, you surprised me with it, too, last Saturday. Yes. So, yeah, me and uh, we had our little family get-together for Christmas. Um, Your wife bullied Smith. me. Perry got bullied for being a nice boy. Um. But I had such a good time. Um, it was I it got, was so good, man. It was so I much pull, fun. I pulled this bottle out. Lucy never got had really it, drunk. It right there. <laughs> Lucy got drunk. She Lucy was, got she so was, drunk. She was she was on one. <laughs> Grand Grand was there. Grand Grand was there. She was nice to Perry this time. Your your daughter and her friend were laughing at Perry the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a good old time. We got yeah. presents. Perry got me a, an original Star Wars poster yeah, that was dude. like a re-release poster 
of the original, and it had coming soon Revenge of the Jedi instead yeah. of Return, in which they changed the title, and that is still in the living room. I <laughs> moved it. It's been almost I said a if week. I make it. If it's I make it past Christmas, if it's in there when we take Christmas <laughs> pictures the day of and stuff, I'm going to say I won. I won. It's literally covering half of our family portrait. So much. <laughs> yeah, and Eric got me. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, I, I my go-to shoe is these Adidas superstars. Yeah, I guess is what they're they're called. I didn't even really know that until yeah, and yeah, and if <laughs> you're just you got like I'm me. a big sneaker guy, and like I just like people waiting in line for or getting online for bourbon and stuff, I'm doing that for sneakers and stuff. But yeah, my, I originally thought I'm gonna get a pair a pair of shoes. Um, but then it's like, I'm so picky about my shoes and I know Perry probably is too, cause he really sticks to one thing and I don't want to get the wrong size and stuff. So I spun it around a little bit on you. And instead of getting me a pair of shoes, you got me a Lego set that is this shoe. <laughs> it's so cool. It's the coolest thing, dude. It came in a shoe box. <laughs> That had that shoe paper in it too. Yeah, like you know what I mean. That for you know, yeah, yeah. You listeners, pull the little paper up, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's you know the paper that comes in the shoe box. It was in the box with the Legos. And, and one of the pieces Lego, is a me. real shoelace. Yeah, there, it's not like Lego lace or anything. It's a shoelace that you tie up when you're done building the shoe. It's so crazy, man. I just love it so much. It brought me so much joy. I can't wait to see that put together. I can't wait to have the time to put it together. <laughs> yeah, it's a big set, too. Um, but so that initially what I wanted to get for you was, well, there there were two sides to this. The first thing I thought I was going to do was get you back for the, the shot glass you gave me last year. <laughs> and it was all just going to be like, so, embarrassing like, things but it was gonna it, it was specifically gonna be like like two inch penis club something or <laughs> <laughs> like just just flipping it on you yeah. um but then we were i can't remember what we were watching and they had a a poster for revenge of the jedi and i was like oh eric's a poster guy eric loves star wars I I wanted to get a revenge of the Je- like an actual revenge of the Jedi. I bet that would have poster. been insane. It was so expensive, dude. I bet. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> I was I was a little freaked out by seeing how much money it would have been to get one of those. But I thought that this was super cool though. Like it's an it's still an original movie theater poster. Dude, it's so it's in such good shape too because it's yeah. almost metallic looking. Yeah, like the the colors they use. I loved it so much. I immediately took a poster that I already had a Kill Bill poster, original <laughs> Kill Bill poster. I took that out, put it in a tube. Well, you didn't I, just take it out. You took it out of your kid's room. <laughs> yeah, Eli stole that from my basement. A Kill Bill. It's got Uma Thurman on it. Like, I mean, I don't blame him, but um, I took that. And I took it out and I put the Star Wars poster in it immediately and I set it on the mantle above our family portrait. And 
it's still there. Like April's kind of mentioned it once and I was like, yeah, I'll take care of it later, but it's still there. And if it's still there till Christmas, I'm going to say that's a win. Uh, I love that. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> what you uh, been drinking? What I've been drinking? Well, we reviewed the Russell's single Rick house last night on, we on did. the live stream. We did. I we're gonna get into our thoughts about that. I think once we get I'll to talk, our, I'll our talk top about 10 it. list, I'll, I'm gonna it's gonna come up again. Yeah. Um, it's been a pretty quiet week around here. I haven't yeah. really done anything too crazy or or off the wall. We went over to uh, my my brother and his wife's house, Dane and Lindsay's house. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm about to about to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this so I much. I haven't shared this with anybody other than Eric, and I oh. I, I meant to sooner, but I cried. Um, I cried when I saw the, when you <laughs> sent me this stuff. When you so sent me the he, I I brought over some of my infinity bottles for for him to try, for my dad to try, and he goes, "Oh, I've got one of those too." Meaning I've got an infinity bottle too. And I was like, that's the craziest thing. I was not expecting that from him at all. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put the picture up on the screen. But what he what he pulled out of his cabinet was the chodiest little mason jar of all time. <laughs> that wasn't even halfway full of bourbon. Oh, and it was it, it so was good much. too. It was what good. Did he, stuff. Say was in it? he didn't tell me. I don't even know if just, he really remembers. That's not something that he would have like because yeah, he would have retained. Because Dane doesn't have like a huge like whiskey collection, does he? No, he's yeah, he's he just kind of randomly gets things and <laughs> stuff like that. And, yeah. and truth be told, he doesn't really drink bourbon that much. <laughs> um, if he has if he has a drink, it's typically beer. Yeah, side um, note, him and his wife are the nicest people. Like. Uh, I, I, I genuinely think one of the, one of my favorite things about our meetup was, um, we had dinner at, we, you know, we reserved a section of this restaurant and had dinner and, uh, it wound up being, uh, me and April, uh, Dane, what's Dane's wife's name? Lindsay. Lindsay. And yeah. then you came over and I had such a good time just sitting and talking to them. They were, they were so cool. Yeah. They're, they're just sweet. They're just the yeah. sweetest people. Um, and I, I've, I've not really ever talked about this too much. I don't think on, on anything on the main podcast feed, <clears throat> but when, from the time Dane was 10 until he was 16, uh, he had a very difficult battle with Lyme disease. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we worried that, there was going to be all this hardship for him once he got back into, <laughs> for lack of a better word, society. You know what I mean? Like once he kind of re-entered normal life, essentially. And and the the kid just knocked it out of the park. I mean, he's he's doing great. He's got. Uh, he still has kind of a weak immune system. But he's 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 living his best life. Yeah, uh, he's a professor at UK and <laughs> in, in BCTC. Uh, he has his master's and he's currently going for his doctorate as well. I'm freaking working on my own master's, and I'm an old man. 
what is he? 23, 24? He's like he is uh 26. 26. He'll be yeah. 20, he'll be 27 he's, in January. He's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's something I I don't think I have the fortitude to do is go back to school. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. I I hate, hate I hated school so much. I still have I th- I know I've talked about this recently. I still have high school and college dreams that I haven't gone to classes or I haven't done the work and it's like right before graduation <laughs> and I find out that I have to come back for another semester. <clears throat> and you I just up. like Lucy, oh god, I'm late for class. She's like, "What?" It no, it like I <clears throat> it it of course all feels very real in the dream as it's happening. <clears throat> but when I when I wake up, that anxiety is gone. Like yeah. I I don't I can I can eliminate that pretty quickly. Right. Honestly. So um no, but I love Dane's little little infinity jar. It's so like, it's, it's my so favorite good, thing. dude. Yeah. I, uh, I I wound up putting some of the the Knob Creek Infinity in mm. there for him too. Uh, Those are still over there on the floor. I've not got them. <laughs> put them back on the show. Yeah, that's something else that we did when when I was over there. Um, we we kind of talked about it a little bit on last week's episode, uh, but I have a whole bunch of Infinity bottles that are just specific to one brand, right? Or one particular product. So like Knob Creek single barrel Infinity bottles, uh, Russell's single barrel. Now that I think about it, these are all just single barrels, aren't yeah, they? Elijah Craig. Yeah. yeah. Well, Elijah well, Craig. Well, Elijah Craig barrel proof. That's that's the one outlier. It's got single um, barrels in it, though. It does, but yes. a lot of them are batches. Yeah. Um, but I said that you know I wanted to, you know, find find a way to keep improving them. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't ever want those projects to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and Eric was like, "Well, bring them over." tomorrow night and sure enough i did and we went through a whole bunch of your bottles a lot yeah Yeah. and i i it was funny because i felt like i was putting too much in no (laughs) i literally drank my drink i've drank on these you've sent me samples of them and we've we tried them and like i took out just as much probably but i don't know i I love it like I know where people are like, look get to your list, but like, we'll get there. It, the, we'll get there. the lists are really not going to take that long. I, I have a little bit of news I want to talk about as well. 2022 was a big change in the way I bought and kept whiskey. Um, I How was, so? um, well, I feel like for the past couple of years, I was just, I was buying a lot because I wanted to try a lot of things. Um, and I was very bad about FOMO, but the past probably year, um, and I got to thank you and other people. I have got to try so many things by samples yeah, and it really changed my mind about actually feeling like I had to have a physical bottle of something Yeah, like I, and I've, I've opened more things that I have and I've decided to finish more things. And I, I'm like, I don't have to have this huge whiskey collection. Like I feel like sometimes in my head, I'm like, Oh, I got to have this collection. If somebody comes over, that's never been over. I want them to be like, Oh, look at all this stuff. And now I've kind of got it to where it's like, I don't have to have that. Like, I don't need that. 
if somebody comes over, I know I've got things that people will enjoy. And I am much more interested in having a sample of something and then deciding if I want to buy it as opposed to feel, feeling like I have to go out and find this bottle because yeah. I may not never try it. I feel like I have the chance to try pretty much anything I want because of the people we are around and you. And so, yeah, I think my whiskey collection has diminished a little bit because I've shared a lot more things and oh, I'm not mine, worried. Mine definitely has fluctuated this year. And I'm not worried anymore about having to have that in case somebody comes over or I got to have that. So because we may never get it or I may never try it. Yep. I'm a, I'm more relaxed with my purchases now. If I know something's going to be good, or if it's something that comes around each year that I just got to have, I'm going to spend it. I'm going to spend my money and get it. But I don't necessarily feel like I have to get everything now because there's probably a chance that somebody can send me one and I can trade a sample, and I just don't have to have that much. Like, yep. I mean, <clears throat> we we pretty much we say this all the time. What bottles? what I have is yours and what yours is mine, me and yep. you. And so it's like, I feel like I've got two collections now. I've got, you know, Harry gets it. <laughs> I'll try it. If I get it, he'll try it and we'll share it. And I don't know. I just feel I, I'm more relaxed. I'm less stressed about worrying about, I mean, and I know somebody might be like, you were stressed about whiskey, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it comes with the territory, you yeah, know, it's because like, uh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's like you, when that's something that you really like and you're invested in, like I enjoy whiskey so much, like, yeah, there's a little bit of stress about what if I don't get to try this or what if I don't get this bottle or, you know, and all that. And now I'm like, you know, if I don't get it, I don't get it. If I, if I just want to ask for a sample, I don't mind a bit to trade a sample for somebody with somebody. So that's really, that's a change that I will continue on into the next year. Um, but yeah, I've, it's just been a, I don't have to worry about keeping this one single barrel that I've had for seven years because it's like, well, I may not never get it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to get another single, be barrel. another single barrel. Yeah. Like it's stuff yeah. like that. Like, so what, what I was going to say too, is that it, it, it very much does come with the territory of being a collector and comparing what you have to what other people have. Mm-hmm. And so your brain is always kind of doing these mental gymnastics of, well, it'd be great for me to have that in my collection to share with people or, you know, I really want to have this to complete the set or whatever. But the like I, I am very much in that same boat and I came to that same conclusion not necessarily because like I I wanted to, in some ways I did, because it it is a lot of money, you know. Like I I wanna spend I, I'm, I'm trailing off a little bit, but like, I, I also was kind of like put into that situation by having a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I get that. Yeah. Like we're, we're, this is our first child having a kid's expensive and I need to have the money to mm-hmm. support my wife and child financially. That's just, yeah. it comes with the territory. Um, so yeah. And, and, you know, we we talked about this on our on our uh, uh, customers versus retail episode a couple weeks ago, but we are in a very privileged position where we don't necessarily have to go hunt for stuff to get to try it. 
Yeah. You know, we, we do get sent samples by distilleries and PR companies and whatnot. And, and that is a really, it's a really cool feeling. Like it does really, you know, help us out a lot. And I mean, yeah, like there are some bottles that I do wish I had in my collection. Of course. And I I will probably wind up making the, making the exception at some point for a couple of these but it's so much more about the experience anymore mm-hmm. for me than it is trying to hold on to that memory or hold on to that experience with a tangible yeah. item like yeah. a bottle mm-hmm. um but yeah i and and this kind of leads into something too that i wanted to ask you um, and, and I think that we probably have the same answer, but what was like your top whiskey moment of the year? Top whiskey moment? Yeah. I mean, I think it had, it was, it was a, uh, a freaking event. Like it was my, my top whiskey moment was just putting together with you the, the 10 bit weekend and just. Yeah everything that surrounded that like i think that's a whiskey moment because that's it was nothing but whiskey for like two or three days (laughs) and one menthol cigarette (laughs) and a menthol cigarette with a grandma that puts me on another level um but yeah it was that it was the weekend um yeah i think that as a whole is my top whiskey moment I mean, there was tons of cool releases. There was tons of news. There was tons of this and that and whatever. But that that whole experience was my whiskey moment of the year. This this year was kind of like the the other the the light at the end of the tunnel finally re- getting reached for me after basically two years of of pandemic. Yeah. and and covid anxiety and and while yeah i i agree with you i mean this is my bourbon weekend was easily my top moment of of the year um just because it was so special and it was the culmination of so much work <laughs> and so so much it it required a lot of patience from mm-hmm. us um that we we kind of very quickly had to learn yeah. how to uh, how to adapt to that um cuz there it, it was a different form of anxiety making sure that everything went the the way that we wanted it to and to to be quite honest too um you know, it it goes without saying, but shoot, man, it wouldn't have happened or been as successful if we didn't have the turnout that we did. Oh yeah, I like mean, the, the the people, you guys listening or watching, you all are what made that event such a success. It's because you showed up and and had faith in what it was that we yeah. wanted to do. And I mean, the the amount of people who bought tickets just for the live show, just to have that. Just to come see us, yeah. yeah. To be to be a part of that, like, was amazing. Like, and I'm not saying anything about the people who bought the VIP and stuff. Like, you guys, you you made the show happen. Oh, that that was 
<clears throat> that was the VIP what, people. Yeah, that's that is how the show was even a possibility. Yeah, was but the then, fact that everybody who was at the VIP. Yeah, you all you all made that <laughs> committed show happen. to it. Yeah. Um, but then live show comes around. I'm like, well. I was kind of worried. I was like, "It's it might, what if it's just the people who bought the VIP? Okay, we're going to have a live show with our closest friends, and I'm going to be fine with it." But it's out there, and you don't, you know, you don't want to like put it out there and then start counting and be like, "Well, you know, this the the amount of people who came from out of town that I had never met before, or that I've only like talked to on the internet or something that just came because they were like, we're going to watch you live was." absolutely amazing like it we filled that room there was no food left that we had got ready there was no samples left that we had put out stickers like our wives were talking to people like i mean like it was just insane it was between yeah it i mean i it it still blows my mind that that was that that many people showed up for a live show yeah uh, it just it just blows me away yeah. it it really does and eric and i have kind of started in nebulous terms figuring out what next year's is going to look like and i mean <laughs> ideally it's going to be even bigger <laughs> and we're going to take more risks and we're going to yeah. have more opportunities to mm -hmm. to experience uh next year yeah. um but we're we're more news on that will come soon yeah uh, sit sit tight we're 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 actively it's actively in development as yeah. they say I would probably in the biz say see some announcements probably in a month or so i would that, i'd so. say so too i'd yeah. say so too so stay tuned for that um, two other ones that I've, I wanted to note and, you know, I talked about it being like a return to form or being able to kind of break out of the COVID anxiety bubble. Um, being able to go to Whiskey Weekend for a night or an afternoon oh, yeah. and just see so many people that I had not seen in two years. Yeah. Two years that I had missed. I uh, it just man, it made me feel so good. Like it it <clears throat> because there were so many of those people hold such a special place in my heart because of all the <laughs> the the memories and treasures that we <laughs> yeah. built together in the first two whiskey weekends and um yeah, it's just that that was such a, a heartwarming return to old times uh, in the midst of such turbulent change. Yep. Uh, and the the other one is uh, maybe a little bit more selfish, but I I got to be back on its bourbon night for the first time in a while. There you go. <laughs> I was I I did that live stream with Chad um, a few months ago. Uh, it was great, man. You know, I I love doing collaborations like that, and um, I was on. We were shoot. I didn't even think about the podcast that we were on this year. Um, I was on Moose Lounge. I was on um, 
Whiskey and Whitetails. We were on the Lexington Business Show. Yeah. yeah. Um, that one is a huge moment for right, us, too, yeah. that, that felt so special. And right. it, it felt like <clears throat> it felt like we had earned that opportunity. Well, too. I think that's a special moment, too, for me, because it wasn't necessarily whiskey related. Like this is that was not a whiskey show. So somebody yeah. was like, I want you guys on here to talk about what you all do and not necessarily, hey, let's review a bottle together or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it was our hometown. Like it's like this is our area. And like there's nothing more that I want than local people to be interested in us. Like we have, so, we have people from around the freaking world literally listen to us. <laughs> and it's like some people down the street don't even, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I love that. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, a lot of good collabs. Uh, I was on, uh, we were both on in Bellish pod, uh, separately. Um, that was fun. I got to, um, uh, be was on that this the year. I was on this year. Were was you on I on year? this year? I feel like you might have been. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it. It was right around that time I was having a little bit of like a a quarter life crisis, crisis of faith, and <laughs> and like it is what I'm what I'm even doing still relevant. Like, could I could I still? Yeah. What would it What would it look like if I removed myself from the entire right. situation? I don't know. I think that I was this year. It. I think that was this year. Now that I really uh, stop and think about it. So I was on that. That was fun. I was on uh, David uh, Adam Levine's uh, Patreon. Um, uh, the uh, what is it? The influencer. Um, under the influencer. Under the influencer. Um, <clears throat> what else? We got to, we had Wrestling with Whiskey on, uh, our friend Matt. Oh my like, gosh. Aiden English was we on. We had a freaking good year, man. It was, um, <laughs> my first time, uh, doing media at a festival at Louder Than Life this yeah. year. Um, Bourbon and Beyond yeah. was incredible. Um, more festivals next year. Yeah. Fingers crossed for a a yeah. pretty big one, too. Okay, okay. Have I told you about this? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't think we've talked about any festivals. I'll say, I'll say this: up. the the one that I just applied for us to be at, they're sold out already. <laughs> yeah, they sold out oh. on the first day of tickets being available. Damn. So. We'll see. Uh, we will see for sure. We'll see. Let us know too. Uh, whether you're on Patreon, whether you're on YouTube, uh, if you want to tweet at us, send us a, an email um, at my bourbon pod. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what were your yeah. favorite moments from the podcast this Heck year. Yeah. I'll put it in the comments below if you're watching. I got one so piece of news before we get to our top 10 list. Um, we, you and I, we just talked about this on Tuesday when you came over to. Uh, swap some samples. Uh, but it's been confirmed that Matthew McConaughey is leaving uh, his position with Wild Turkey as their creative oh, director. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming from the Rob report, they they basically just said that it's it, it wasn't like a, any kind of tension or anything. Um, his contract just is up. 
with Wild Turkey at the end of the year. Well, I mean, um, he's already made the product, so it's like, you know, what what else is there? He's not do, really, really, yeah, and he's not really doing anything else either. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, we kind of had an inclination that this was about to happen <clears throat> earlier earlier in the month when his name was removed from the Long Branch label. But he, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not, le- like I said, he's not leaving because they weren't getting along. I don't know how you couldn't get along with Jimmy and Eddie. Like, <laughs> no. but anyway, that's, that's all I wanted to say about there you that. Go. There's your um, quick news. Yeah. Tim quick, Depp. quick, hot news. Quick, hot news coming in at you. Ah, it's so hot. So quick. The moment has arrived, Eric. It's oh time boy. for us to talk about it. Are you time ready? I'll get ready to be mad. Who's ready? <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, this this was a crazy list for me this year. <laughs> wow. um, I I really had to whittle it down to. Like it took it took a lot of thinking and anxiety developing my top yeah. ten, but there are so many that I could intersperse or easily kind of replace right. in yeah. in this list. But I I just like when I think back on the experiences that we've had. Or I think back on you know the pours that have been the most significant, or the the ones that I'm the happiest that we were able to try. Uh, that's kind of where my my top ten came in. Uh, I don't have as many disappointed dis- disappointments, I guess, as I, uh, I thought I, I did. Um, it, that that list is much smaller. It's it's less than half. <laughs> as big as my honorable mentions. Um, yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, um, or I think maybe on the pregame, but like, I kind of, I kind of put more thought into it this year. Last year I was kind of, you know, I'm still, it's my first year on the podcast and I'm like, Oh, like, what am I going to do? And I kind of just put the stuff that like I thought needed to be on there because of like maybe the scores we gave and stuff like this. But this year I kind of, I kind of I've, I've put more thought into it because I knew it was coming up, and I put more into my list as far as like experience and things surrounding the poor, and not just necessarily like, hey, you gave you gave this bottle of seventeen, but you didn't put it on your top ten. Like, it's not just about like what I gave a score. It's kind of what I went back to stuff that kind of impressed me because of certain reasons and stuff like that. So I think, you know, disclaimer, obviously these are our own opinions. Um, yeah. And, and I'll explain a little bit. I don't think we're going to, we're not going to spend a ton of time on each one, but I, if there's something that's kind of weird, I know that I'm going to tell you why I put it on there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> criteria. I, I think we've gone over this before. Um, Wide releases. Mm-hmm. Some of them, yes, do a, a not insignificant portion of these do wind up being Ellie's. Yeah. Um, and it has to have been something that we have had. 
Yeah, yeah something that putting, we we have drank I, I, this year. I put. Did you? I have a little list that of stuff that I in my head probably could have been contenders, but I didn't get to try. That I was yeah, gonna say. It, like the <clears throat> the wish lists. Yeah. What do what, so, I wish? Like BTAC. Like that's yeah. an easy one. You know, we didn't get four, to try. Yeah. Four any Roses of the Limited 2022. Didn't get to try it. Old Forester no Birthday Bourbon. Um, each um, Taylor Barrel Proof from this year. Like we yeah. unfortunately didn't get to try that. The uh, the little, I put the little Koi Hill. What was it? A small batch Koi Hill? Oh, yeah. Didn't yeah. get to try that one. We, and, we got on their mailing list too late. <laughs> yeah. So those were, uh, those were uh, four things that, Unfortunately, probably good chances of being on there, but we just didn't get to try them. So I'm not, I'm not going to just say like this is on my list because I didn't try it, but based on what other people say. So, yeah. yeah. So, with that in mind, um, do you want to start with our most disappointing, yeah, bourbons of the it. year? Um, let's let's get the elephant out of the room just so we can move on from it. Uh, I think my most disappointing, hands down, was Hidden Barn. Oh, number one on my most disappointing. <laughs> I think I put that the first thing. I got three on my most disappointing. Uh, Hidden Barn, unfortunately, was not, it just wasn't good for me. I've not tried any of the other batches, but that initial release was very, like, in the, it almost made me upset. <laughs> about how, how it was. It almost it really pissed me did. off to the point of I wanted to punch a hole in my wall. <laughs> it, it really did because you've got, you go from this person that like, like yeah, Jackie, you know, all face of old, um, uh, old foe there. Yeah. And I was just expecting her to come in with this hitter of like something, I, you know, maybe it'd be a little different. Maybe, you know, I didn't, I didn't want it to be just old Forster 2.0, but like, it was different to the point where it was, it just wasn't good. It's just not good. What, what really kind of like put me over the edge with being disappointed in that whole experience was that interview that they did with Uprox a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, where they basically uh, said, if you don't like it, you don't get it. Yeah. And it's not like, everybody's going to get it. And it's like, <clears throat> no, it people are entitled to say that they don't like your product. Yeah. I'm not saying be mean about it. I'm saying be honest. And yeah. we you know, we talked about this too with our the way that we review things. We're not trying to be mean, <laughs> but oh. we are upfront. We are honest about the way that we feel yeah. about bottles that we we try. Yeah. And it it just hidden barn just was not for me. Yeah. No, I agree. So, there was a couple of other things too that came up after it and they were trying to justify things and it's like you shouldn't yeah. be justifying it saying it's only for us. Mm-mm. Like if you have a product that's different, there's going to be something that people find good in it anyway and they're going to enjoy something about it. And there really wasn't hardly anything I enjoyed, probably nothing I enjoyed about that. Yeah. So um <clears throat> I, I didn't number these. I just want to kind of run through yeah, some of them. Uh, the two Booker's batches that we had, Lumberyard and Ronnie's, I thought they were okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Castle and Key, batches one and two. Oh, I got that on mine. Rye Castle Bourbon. and Key, batch one and two. Very big disappointment. I didn't want to 
put these two together because I did like one of them significantly more of the more than the other. <sighs> but I think it's just the best way to go about it. Wise man, rye and bourbon from Kentucky. Okay. Al. I don't um, have that, but uh, I can agree. <clears throat> okay, I reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Nelson Bros Reserve Bourbon. <laughs> I've got that on there. Did not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then my last one is Woodford Reserve Honey. Oh, that was. I say I don't. Did I don't even know if I got to try that. I don't think you did. I made my own. <laughs> yeah, you made your own, and it was definitely. It definitely had to be better than. Yeah. What we tried. The last thing I got on my most disappointed in, uh, you know, people may start punching me. Um, I was disappointed in all three batches of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Um, I, to me, I, they just... I, yeah, I will amend mine to say the first two. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was disappointed in. They're all going to be good and probably a buy for people, but, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like... It just every year, Elijah Craig Bell proofs just kind of start dipping a little bit, and they just, you know, I enjoy the picks. I, I'm not putting picks on my list, but I enjoyed the picks of Elijah Craig Bell proof way more than I enjoyed the batches this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Honorable mentions. Honorable. This list is so long. It's, I, got I would say I got it's exhaust. <laughs> I, I went, I went, uh, uh, how about this? I'll mention some significant ones. How many do you got? Uh, More than 10? At least 20. Oh, shit. Okay. Probably I did. Pr- closer to 30 than 20. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned a few, and if I got them, I'll say it. And if not, then I'll mention a few, and we'll get through these. Um, Three different Jack Daniels products, the Twice Barreled. Okay. Bonded and Triple Mash. I have JD bonded and triple mash. I thought those were great products. Maybe yeah. not contenders, but very good. Uh, Kentucky Altakumi, I was very surprised by. Oh, okay. Um, the two Hardens Creek releases that came out this year, thought they were both great. Of course, yeah. like the older one better. Uh, yeah. But I still thought that the two year had a lot of merit to it. Yeah. Uh, bump up a Michter's 10 year rye. I wound Ooh, up not putting it in my top that, 10. I have that one on my honors as well. Gotcha. Uh EJ Curley. I didn't I put have, I didn't put it in my top ten because it's Kentucky only. I have the EJ Curley single barrels. Um I think that they were a especially for us, a surprise like uh contender that we kind of found out of nowhere and kind of got to know him a little bit, but yeah, they're the single barrels to me varied. The small batch is decent. Uh and, but the single barrel is varied enough to where I like some more than the other. So yeah. I think it's good enough to mention. Yeah. Um, and they continue to surprise us. So yeah, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> Hopefully there's a mystery that gets resolved soon. Yeah. Uh, will it eight year? I okay. put in my honorable mentions um, because I do like it. Yeah. It, uh, it, I, I will say it opened up significantly yeah. when we tried it the other day. Yeah. Uh, Castle and Keys weeded bourbon. Okay. Uh, I thought it was much better than their rye, but you know, still some uh, some edges to rough rough edges to smooth out. Uh, Flatboat foolproof, which came out there this year, go. talked about that earlier. Uh, Pursuit bourbon seven cc. I have that loved, uh, <clears throat> but I love something else a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll probably agree on that. Yeah, uh, and I think Calumet sixteen is going to be the last one that I mention on my honorables okay. i um 
I'm going to say 2XL. Mm. Um, I think that's an honorable. I think it's a new product that uh, I highly enjoy. I don't, I, you know, I like it enough, but I don't think I'm going to put it in my top. Um, I will say the uh, Pursuit United, the ones we tried last night, the the both the... Oh, yeah, products. those two definitely go in. Um, mentions. Uh, the Blue Run Hira. Um, I had that in I, mine as well. Uh, Frank August. Um, had that in mine as well. <laughs> I put I put Penelope. I don't know if there's a s- certain... I love their um, architect this year, and they just have like some of their toasted stuff. There's so much Penelope out there that I just want to mention them, as well as um, Rare Character, just as a brand. Like, yeah. Uh, they're all picks mainly that I've had. I've not had Fortuna um, yet, but I think that people are saying if, that Fortuna is amazing, though. Yeah, so I didn't get to try so. that yet, so I can't say that. But rare character picks that I've had that as a brand, I think, is something worth mentioning. Uh, the Wilderness Trail Rye, the Maple. I didn't. I think that is one of the oh, best yeah. things I've had, but you could only get it at the distillery, and so I didn't yeah. want to really put that on there. Um, and then. I'm going to say this, and we don't have to talk about it a lot, but it was, it was the the Russell's Reserve, the single Rick that we had. I'm putting that in an honors because the price is really the only thing. Like that is that was a great pour last night. Um, yeah, I, I I mean I put it in my most disappointing because of how how good it is as a Russell's product, and I, but. It that that it I cannot justify the price on it. No, I said I get it last that. night. There's just I get no that. way. I get that. Uh, I'm I, as if you take the price off of it, it was it was such a great experience. Like it's it's got funkiness from turkey. I'm just mentioning it because if you bought it, you've got a good product. But like w- w- me and Perry, neither agree with the price. So if you took the price off of that, that would be a great pour. And I think it's just worth mentioning a little bit about. So that's it's a it. good it's a good Russell's, but it's just not yeah, it's, it's a, not good enough to be a a limited a, edition product. Yeah, no, that, like you yeah. know from it just Wild it Turkey. sucks. If like I said, if that was a hundred to a hundred and fifty, I would have I would go try to find one now. But like two hundred fifty dollars is just too much. No, but there we go. <sighs> Oh, uh, JD bonded and triple mash. I put that in my honors. Yeah, you said that with when I said did I. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those were like creeping around like that ten spot. <laughs> like I was like, Ugh. yeah. So. I, it it it's funny because the the I stress out just as much anymore about the number ten spot as I do the number one. <laughs> it is. It's almost easier to do your top <laughs> couple than the last couple because the the top when when I the past few years the top ten has been. Or the number ten spot has been a product that has been released as like a new foray from a distillery or yeah. a new example of what what they are doing. Yeah, uh, that is no different this year for me. I think I'm the same. Go for it, Green River Bourbon. Boom, ten for me too. There you go, man. Um, I, I, I was think so I, impressed I will, with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo what you said. It's like. They brought out a brand new product that can compete with products that have been on the shelf for a while and allocated stuff. 
and it surprised me. Like I didn't expect to like it so much. I've liked it so much that I've bought multiple bottles of it. Like, and that's a big thing to me for a new product being a top whiskey of the year. I went back and I got more or I went back and I poured it all. And so, yeah, Green River is my top uh, is number 10 on my list as well. Number nine. Number nine. What's yours? Mine was one of your honors. It's the uh, Willet Eight Year Weeded. Um, this I know is a very controversial brand. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But I, I'm. It, it was expensive. It was you know I paid yep. like two hundred twenty five dollars or something for this. But this product fits kind of what I like. I like Willet stuff. Like we've talked about it. You know Perry enjoys Willet stuff, but he's not like me. Uh, I, I enjoy that profile, and I was very happy with what I got it. Well, got it. What I got, and then I went back to it, and we had it, and we were like, "Man, this has opened up even more." Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, it did. It made it was uh, number nine for me. Like it, it barely made it, but it did. It put an impression on me, so I, I had to put it on the list. Yeah. My number nine is Barrel Vantage. Oh, I forgot about that. That would probably be. <laughs> I'll put that on my honors. Honestly, yeah. that that could have easily been like an eleven or twelve. Yeah. Um, the best barrel product that came out this year, hundred percent agree by by a, a long margin. Um, it's I have almost treated it like like an Ellie <laughs> in the yeah. way that it tastes like it, but just in the way that like I am I am savoring the bottle, like I'm yeah. taking my time with it. I'm not drinking a whole lot of it in one go yeah um it's just so good man yeah hands down they, best they barrel product this absolutely year. killed it yep. uh, with that so uh number eight this one for me was one of your honorable mentions okay okay 2xo phoenix blend there you go yeah uh it just goes to show that dixon has not lost Mm-mm. A single step uh, since he, he left Kentucky Owl. The man just knows what he's doing. Um, and and I think it shows that it's just going to get better from here, too. Like, yeah. Every so time that I go into a store, I have to resist the urge <laughs> to buy another bottle. Yeah. Um, I had one at Ernie's, and I was like, oh, no, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I saw, saw a bunch at Liquor Barn the other day yeah. as well. Great product. Yeah, man. Um, my number eight, it was a late contender, but man, that Calumet 16. Yeah. I put it, I put it there. Like <clears throat> it's it's such a great product to be a source thing. And yeah. like and I, the experience I, the experience around it too was fun, opening with Perry. And it's it's good. Like yeah. I've not had like a lot of like the Sam Houston's and the Calumets and stuff like that. But for this one to come out, like this 16 year tasted like a great 16 year classic bourbon and the price i think for a 16 year it was it was on the money it was it was i know i'm trying not to put price into any of this i'm experiencing taste and all that but yeah if you're on the fence about counting at 16 i i definitely recommend it yeah no uh it was it was tough (laughs) having to put it in uh honorable mentions because i did like it so much uh, but 
it it was that was definitely like a number eleven. Yeah, for me, for sure. Number seven. What you got? Larceny B five twenty two. Hey, me too. Same. Yeah, it's exactly nice. the same. Um, uh, that's the one batch of Larceny and even the Logic Creek Bell Proofs this year that I was like, I don't have a bottle of it, and I want it so bad. But that thing impressed me so much. Yeah, it was hands down the best Larceny barrel proof that's come out ever. Yeah, um, and it made me want that more than this year's Logic Creek Barrel Proof. Like, freaking, I love that bottle so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I think that it definitely set the tone, too, for what Heaven Hill has to do with Larceny Barrel Proof moving forward. Yeah. Um, just such a, a, a strong, strong whiskey. Uh, everything that I, I wanted a barrel proof weeder to be as well. Um, so well done. Yeah. Number six. Number six. What you got? Russell's 13. Number six for me. Master's Keep Unforgotten. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I don't either. Um, I don't either because uh, I think we have things that we're going to say <laughs> a little bit later like in our list. Flipped a little bit here, so it's kind of it's kind of going that way, isn't it? So what do you got? Okay, so both great ports, both great. both wild turkey products. Yeah, uh, Unforgotten was out of the last couple of Masters Keeps, freaking. I think it's better. It's better than one. It runs right along the side of that seventeen. Um, it's a. It's one of the more expensive bottles that I got that I have no regrets, and I'm so happy I got one. So yeah, I. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Um, the the Russell's thirteen that came out this year just blew me away. Um. I'm gonna pour it up. I got you. Got a little bit in there. Yeah, I I think my sample fell because I was I was kind of looking for it and I don't know where it is. Um, but I will I will pour it up here in just a second. It's just so good. Yeah, um, that's why it's number five on my list. I'm not even gonna do like a drum roll for top five because we got to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Russell's thirteen for this year was my number five. Uh. It's just, it's just wild turkey, that funky, classic wild turkey. So good. 13 years. I I can't say, I mean, the, when it first came out, the other, the 2021, freaking amazing. And then this year was just as good, if not better. Um, I love I love Russell's 13. I think it's so good. Where the crap did that sample go? I got to find it. Is it not in the box? No, you gave it to me on Tuesday. No, I put it in the box. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it's in the box. It's in the box. (sighs) 
What's in the box? What's in the box? Russell's, yeah, thir- Russell's 13. Russell's 13, 2022. Well, my number five was Pursuit Rye 7cc. <laughs> there it is, baby. There it is. Uh, and it, look, it's saying a lot that <laughs> the the top four I liked it's even just slightly more to have to put it above yeah put them above uh pursuit rye yeah. um i mean that's my that's my favorite rye that came out this year oh hands down i've compared <laughs> ever since we had that i've compared every rye i've got recently and even some older stuff to this rye yeah um it's my number 4 oh, so yes, my number four is Pursuit Spirits United Rye. I have absolutely loved this bottle. I've talked about it. I've paired it. We paired it earlier. I paired it with other stuff. It just, I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. Because it was made by people just like us. It was made by people who are enthusiasts and have podcasts and love making content but I never expected this rye to touch me so much. It really yeah. is one of the best ryes I've had ever. Ever. Um, on the on the same level as Handy, Sazerac. Kentucky Owl. Know, Kentucky Owl, all right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it was 60 bucks a bottle. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it... I mean, not... Not unattainable. Nope. You know? I can't I can't sing this bottle's praises enough. No. I really I can't. can't. So number four. And what, your number five? My number five. Yeah. There you go. Well, my number four <laughs> was Old Fitz 19. Oh. I should have. I think I'd put that in honors. Like, yeah. I can't remember what I exactly said about it that time, but like, yeah, it's a good pour. Just, you know, the, the, the rumors have kind of been going around that after 22, um, Heaven Hill was going to be discontinuing the decanter series of Old Fitzgerald, Bottom and Bond. If that's the case, and this was their last hurrah, I ne- couldn't imagine a better way for them to go out. Yeah. I, I mean, just... An all-around incredible weeded bottle to bond. That was one that I felt wasn't too oaky, and the proof didn't hurt it because I feel like my my, my main complaints about those bottles are usually a little bit too much oak or, man, this will be better, better a little higher proof. And that one was a very well-put-together bourbon. Yeah, I totally agree. Number three. Top three. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here we go. <laughs> go for it, man. Heaven Hill, 17-year. Wild Turkey Unforgotten. <laughs> oh, there it is. I knew, I, I knew it would be on there. actually wound up putting Heaven Hill 17 in my honorable mentions. Okay. I love that bottle. I... I just, I had things that I loved more than it. Yeah, I get it. 
And I had to really, really wrestle with whether or not it needed to be in my top 10. Um, uh, honestly, bottle, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up my half of that conversation in a minute. Um, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, Heaven Hill 17. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's one of the first things we reviewed in 2022. And it it kept an impression on me the whole year. Yeah. And it was one of the few bottles that I was like kind of FOMO about. I was like, oh, like so much, yeah. so much goodness in that bottle. Um, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And I compared it to things in my head and we had it the other day and it reassured me. And yeah, I just got a number three, Heaven Hill 17. That That's how I felt with the, the Unforgotten. It just... It kept coming back up, yeah, in my in my head, and to to have given it an almost perfect score, too. Mm-hmm. I I just I was amazed by it, man. I, they it's it's nice to have a wild turkey product in my top three. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Two in and my you've... top six, because um, I feel like it's been a, a couple of years with. Wild Turkey having pretty good limited releases. Um, of course, 21 with Russell's Reserve 13 being, you know, it was the first year that it was ever out and it was fantastic. Um, but it it just has been a while since that distillery has done this well in my yeah. eyes. So um, I don't know. Wild Turkey might be my distillery of the year. I don't know. I have a hard time with b- between my top three, and you're yeah, gonna you're gonna I, see I why. It. I get it. You're gonna I see why. <laughs> top two. <sighs> Wilderness Trail eight year. There it is. I knew it'd be up there. Yeah. Um, three bourbons that made me cry. this year and they're my top three uh and the first of them was wilderness trail eight everything about that bottle just love everything surrounding uh, it yeah It, it just to have waited for so long for that bottle for that product and all of the expectations that we had for it to be met and then exceeded. Yeah. Um, just killer, just absolutely killer, man. So, number two, Wilderness Trail. Number two, nice. And number two, Parker's Heritage. <laughs> I one of two. I mean, well, I think we see where this is going. Yeah. One of t- one of two <laughs> reviews we did, and I know I was saying, I know I said earlier, like oh, I'm not looking at my reviews, but like it doesn't this is matter. The like, only case where the the, the reviews kind of made perfect, di- made a difference. Perfect scores. Perfect scores. Parker's Heritage blew me the frick away. It made me just love everything about Heaven Hill. I love what that bottle does for people. The uh, the proceeds go to, and 
I thought it was going to be hard to top the heavy char, which I absolutely love. And it blew me away. Anybody who's, when we posted that we reviewed that, people have asked me and I'm like, worth the price, worth waiting. It is amazing. 20 out of 20. Uh, so yeah, Parker's Heritage, number two for me. Number one, if you if you haven't figured out what's happening right now, you just stop. You got it. You I know people listening are like, oh, I figured this out. I'm pouring up. I'm pouring up your number one. You pour up my number one. I have. I'm also pouring up my number one as well. Let's pour up all the number ones. For all of the reasons that you gave about your number two. The quality of the product, what it means, what it does for folks who need help. And for it to just (laughs) friggin' come out of nowhere this late in the game. (laughs) Just just stunned. Just stunned by it. Just say it. The the Parker's Heritage double barreled. Oh. 13 and 15 year old blend. Oh. 132.2 proof. I mean, not only is it everything that I want in a barrel proof product, it is everything that I want from a Heaven Hill product. Yep. After all the disappointment in Lodge Craig Barrel Proof and all it, that stuff. This like- made up for it this was worth the wait this was mm-hmm. worth the extra hemming and hawing that we went through this year going what it, what are they doing is is and you know we didn't i don't think we ever really said it out loud but <clears throat> there was that kind of undertone of is this a connor o'driscoll thing like is this you know the new guy syndrome where we were so used to um denny potter before he left and then Connor comes in and, but you know, it can't be because he didn't distill any of this. It's not like he's going in and making the (laughs) final blends more than likely either. Um, it it, it just, everything I I wanted and more from heaven Hill. Yeah. Not just this year, but for all times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like That's... like the I I this is one of those bottles that we were talking about earlier where there is a little bit of FOMO and I am going to have to get one. Oh yeah. I am I'm... going to have to get a bottle of this. I cannot deny the fact. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> that is a... I need it in my collection. I need to yeah. have this as a timestamp. I think about this in the same way that I have Elijah Craig C19 C918 the Knob Creek cast strength 12 year. I mean, just, I, I have to have this bottle. Yeah, I agree. I <laughs> it, agree. Ugh, man. I'm so, I'm, I, I just can't say enough good things about it, no. you know? Um, and to, to echo what you said too. Yeah. It was one of two products that we gave a perfect score to this year. The first ever year that we have given a product, a perfect score. And the fact that we had two <laughs> in the same year, 
uh, was phenomenal. And, and, you know, I think it also goes to show a couple of things. One, you don't have to be this big name heritage brand production scale, high production scale business distillery to make an overly exceptional product. Nope. And that's it, like <clears throat> at a, at 100 proof and 8 years old, I couldn't have asked for a better bourbon from Wilderness Trail. So you know what my number one is. I know what your number one is. It, yeah. It's Hopefully the, if you're listening, you know what my number one is. <laughs> you figured it out by now. <laughs> it's the 8-year Wilderness Trail, How, baby. I, and Look, the the reason that I didn't put it at my number one is because I do prefer barrel proof. That is yeah. the only criteria that that really separated the two. But honestly, they both kind of hold a number one spot for me. Oh, I could, I could, <laughs> like yeah. the, it could. I could have tied them for number one. Yep, and and been happy about it, but. When I when I think about everything that makes a bourbon so special to me, uh, Parker's double barreled one yeah. out just ever so slightly. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm we're flipped on our ones and twos, and I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not. Uh, you've said everything good about Wilderness Trail. I think I think just that brand I love so much, and the fact that. The fact that they put out an eight-year product that can compete with distilleries that have been around way longer and put out way higher age things just blows my mind. Like yep. that this newer mm. distillery, I know they're getting to the point where they're not newer anymore, but they're still younger than like... <laughs> they're they're, they're still old young. enough to have eight-year bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> an eight-year bourbon. But I think the fact that there was no, nothing disappointing about it. Like no. we, we hopped it up and we've been excited about this and it went over our expectations. And I just get so many notes. It's such a good bourbon to pair things with. Like you get so many different things. Um, it's just, I don't know, man, like I, I, the Parker's is so special too. And I could one day I may, say like I prefer the Parkers and one day but right now it's Wilderness Trail eight year yeah. and I think the fact that we have the same top two should be a good indication of what you know that both of these are just amazing pours yeah um part of, part of me like feels like I'm betraying Wilderness Trail mm. <laughs> because I I put them at number two. But I, I I struggled a little it, bit too. I mean, it's I a just, preference thing. Yeah, more than and anything. There's nothing wrong with that. That's our preference. And I don't think I think if you get down to you freaking had forty honorable mentions and then top ten and yeah, you've I know. Got, they're at number two. Nothing wrong. And the same goes for me. Like I could easily put Parker's there, and different things made me put it at number one, but. All in all, I think freaking 10 bit top 10 lists. I mean, I, I'm not mad at any of that stuff. This is one there. of my favorite top 10 lists that I've gotten to put together. 
And you can say all you want. People can say all they want about 2022 being disappointments and stuff. But like, I would take these top, I would take these 10 pours and put them up against years past and probably things in the future. Yeah. So. I, I, one parting thought too, uh, because this is something that, that people have had a, uh, an ongoing discussion about over the past few years. Uh, this is proof to me that you, we should not discount and we should not take out of the conversation whether or not bottled and bond is important yeah. or whether or not it has value. When it is done right, when it is attended to correctly, and when the people who make it know what they're doing, it produces some of the best bourbon that or whiskey that you are ever going to have. Yep. And Wilderness Trail proved that. Yep. This year. Uh it, it you know, I I said like maybe Turkey was my distillery of the year, but it's such a toss up between them, Wilderness Trail, and Heaven Hill. Yeah. You I know, had a hard like, time figuring out that like it was pretty at- easy last year naming Maker's Mark. Yeah. You know, because they just consistently were putting out great products. Yeah. yeah. Um but this year uh, it's it's tough. And I'm inclined to say Wilderness Trail, honestly. But I don't know. I'm I'm having a tougher time with this one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to say that Wilderness Trail they put out their first even though it was distillery only, kind of like a little side project for uh, some of the people there. They put out the maple. That was really good. All their picks have been good. Um, they started doing like the family reserve things. And like, yeah. they, I mean, they made cash too. Like, I know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they. <laughs> they've not, they've cleaned up. <laughs> they've cleaned up. Like, I think they did great. I mean, Heaven Hill just continues to always put out good stuff. While Turkey always puts out good stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can put a top, but I can say those are probably my top three of the year. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's your list, people. You just made the list. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's like, other than moving on to our next segment, I don't know what else to say other than it was a friggin' good year of, of bourbon yeah. and rye, man. Um, and friggin' like, comment. Tell us, tell us what you agree yeah, with. Tell us what do. you do. I mean, honestly, like, there's nothing wrong with agreeing or disagreeing with somebody's list. Like, it's everybody's opinion and it's fun to make lists. Like, tell us what's your number one. Tell us what's your worst. Tell us what we thought was what you think we were wrong about we don't care like yeah who cares just do it it's part of the conversation keep the conversation going just don't talk about our kids or anything like that you know yeah screw you leave them about leave them out of it Jeez. why would you ever talk about somebody's kids like that i don't know oh yeah you want to buy my collection (laughs) do you have any high proof hot takes this week uh high proof hot takes um, I think if you are a part of the Patreon, you will probably have figured out mine. Mine was just don't don't just trash a full year of whiskey and say I'm not making a list because you think that nothing 
like fits your palate or whatever, or everything was disappointing. It's 2022. You can list the stuff you had just in 2022 and make a list about it. It's fine. You're not cool if you're just like, I'm not making a list. That's stupid. So that's my high proof hot take. I don't really have one this week. Um, I, uh, maybe a social media thing again, too. Um, but kind of piggybacking off of something Dave Jennings said on Patreon last night, Rare Bird 101. Um, it, he specifically was commenting on how there was a, a, a selection of people who were definitively saying that this the th- the third batch of Russell's 13 blows the first two batches out of the water and there's no way they can that it can compete and blah 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 social media is such a cesspool <laughs> and it's easy to fall into that uh, yeah. that trap um just remember that it's okay to have opinions but they're just like buttholes. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got one, baby. Yeah. Uh, and it's best to keep them to yourself sometimes. Noting on that, like comparing last year's wrestles to this year's, like they're both great. And like, I don't know if I could pick one over the other. I mean, they're both good. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Just, it's okay to like and dislike. Just be freaking, you don't have to be a turd about it. Yeah. I mean, I talk bad about Texas whiskey all the time, but I I don't call anybody out about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, tips and bits, though. Ooh, I've got our last tips and bits of 2022. (sighs) I got a good one that I didn't even, I was going to share it with you earlier, but I wanted to save it just to tell you. I have two, but I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) Because I'm a gentleman. Um, Because you're a gentleman. So, I love sneakers. (gasps) What? What? (laughs) And I have said this before in Tips and Bits, but one of my favorite fashion sneaker interviewers and stuff is Joe LaPuma. He is the host mm-hmm. of the Complex Sneaker Podcast. He is the host of Sneaker Shopping, which um, he takes celebrities and guests uh, sneaker shopping, but he interviews them at the same time. But what is that similar to? There's somebody that Perry loves that takes people some hot sauce, and he interviews them as they have hot sauce. Sean Evans. Yeah. Right? Is that his name? Sean Evans? Yeah. 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 Complex has a YouTube show called Goat Talk, and it's... Two people who answer each other's questions. Sean Evans and Joe LaPuma are on the same episode. No way! Yes, and they are friends. Sean Evans has been on Sneaker Shopping, but they have he a He seems like a sneaker guy. Yeah, he ha- they have a snack. Uh, snack. I need a snack. I'm getting hungry. They have a stack <laughs> of questions, I'm gonna finish and up they answer questions. <laughs> I wish, man. If I was over there, I'd be eating all that up. But... Um, but yeah, it's them. It's about a twenty-minute episode on Complex. It's called Goat Talk, and it's them two just talking to each other. 
what was, uh, what's the best uh, Hot Ones meme? What's the best meme that came out of sneaker shopping? What is your top sneaker uh, moment? What is your top celebrity interview? And they just talk about the same things because their shows are so similar, but they're different. One yeah. interviews people while they do hot sauce and wings. One interviews people while they sneaker shop. And it's just, it's 20 minutes of you will just smile the whole time because they're laughing together. They're talking about guests that surprised them, guests that said this and funny moments and like, what's your favorite sneaker and all this stuff. And like they, it's so awesome. And it was like, I watched that and I was just like, man, this is like me and Perry right now. Like this is like, <laughs> he loves hot the, ones. Do you want to know the worst episode sneakers. of hot ones? Have I told you this before? Uh-uh. It's the one with DJ Khaled. Oh no! It is. It, it's from a few years ago, and we the it, best. It is horrible. <laughs> I mean, he he disrespects Sean. He gets like he gets through. I think two out of the ten wings, and he quits. I could see that so much. <laughs> the whole I'll... time, the whole time talking about how he's never taken an L. And how he's so great. And how DJ, DJ call it baby. this, that, and that, whatever. And and Sean is like, it it this is a it's a great example of how good of a host Sean is. Because the entire time he is just slyly putting in these digs yeah. at Khaled. And he's just he rides the wave. He finishes his wings. Yeah. Like he goes through all 10. And college just sitting there and talking to him like that's a so moron. Funny. That's so funny because like I have a pair of DJ College sneakers. Like he does great collabs, but like I have like a love hate with him because it's the same thing. It's like oh he's over the top. It's funny and all that, but sometimes he's like. And they talk about in this episode. Spoiler alert! One of the big meme moments of sneaker shopping and uh, complex closets was. Uh, DJ Khaled said, congratulations, you played yourself. Like, that was from that. Oh, is that from that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But they tell he, Joe tells you, they showed up at his house to film his closet, his collection, and he didn't like the lights that they had and said, you're not doing this because of the lights. So they had to leave, find better lights, and come back the next day to do this. So they talk about this, too. Like, so this, uh, I'm just, yeah, this, this week, it's just... YouTube for me and that show goat goat talk on complex Perry will love it. And I think people listening will love it because it's, it's like a blend of like all the things that me and you like to talk. Well, about. I'm, I'm pretty sure that complex owns first we feast. Too, yeah. Which like, is who I, does. They talked about yeah. like Sean was a writer, Joe was a writer and then like they got their own shows and stuff like that. So like, I think they, they have, a lot of interactions probably off camera too, like that they know each other. I'm sure so. they do. Yeah. Um, I actually am also going to recommend a YouTube channel. Uh, Vic Burger. Vic Burger. Vic. V I C B E R. Vic. Thick Burger. Vic. Thick Burger. All right, Mr. Hands. No, don't even. <laughs> Okay, Vic Burger, gotcha. Vic Burger. Um, He does these these incredibly awkward edits of people like Jim Baker, who is a televangelist, um, who got got sent to prison for 
uh, for scamming people, essentially. And he got out, and now he's doing it again. <laughs> of course. Basically. Of course. Um, he, he did it a bunch with, and, and it's just like hyper intensive awkwardness. Yeah. Like just overblowing it to the point where like, I can watch maybe about 30 minutes of it, but I need a break. And like, maybe, maybe for the rest of the day, I need a break, but it is so well edited and it's so funny. And there's so many little, just like recurring jokes, recurring gags throughout um what what he does i just <laughs> it's so goofy man i'll send i'll send you one of my favorites yeah send me one later um, i love i love awkward stuff like there's I, i'm stepping on your shoes here but there's there's just moments on uh impractical jokers where april has to leave because yeah Lucy gets, so, gets the same know, way yeah so i love that stuff but it, it, there, one of my favorites, if I want to point people to a specific one, um, it's a it's a compilation of a bunch of videos that he made. Um, but it's it's essentially, I, I think it's called like the rise and fall of Jeb Bush, <laughs> and it it chronicles his his campaign during the twenty sixteen presidential election. Oh, um and just all of the awkward sad moments that man had during it and i just like i forgot how how sad it was watching him campaign to be president and just not getting the response that he he wanted or felt like he needed and there's a <laughs> when he announced that he was suspending his campaign i don't know if you remember this or not but he held a press conference and he said something to the effect of, don't feel bad for me because tonight I get to go home and sleep in the same bed as my best friend. Talking about his wife. And I just like. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just like out loud was like, Jeb. No, buddy. <laughs> Respect. Jeb. Respect, baby. Jeb. No, buddy. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> just like a lost puppy like just feeling Res respect yeah um anyway it just it it vic burger very funny vic guy burger. Got uh it. and then my other one is a, a book that i finished this past finished week it. um i finished it i could not stop listening to this book i'm at the point where i I am already considering going back and listening to it again and getting a physical copy and just like, and it's, I've, I gave it five stars. It's I, I haven't liked a book this much in a long time. And we've actually already talked about this man <laughs> on the podcast. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Perry's going to read another one. <laughs> Congratulations. You just read if, yourself. Imagine, imagine if that was the 180, the heel turn that I took. I would love that. <laughs> I would have died. I, I was popped, like, I can't I stand DJ Khaled, right but his memoir is amazing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love it. No, it's, uh, it's Matthew McConaughey's book. Oh, yeah, uh, you're telling me about this. Green Lights. Yeah. Um, it, it basically chronicles his whole life up until 
2020. Uh, when he went to the desert with no electricity for 52 days to write this book. 52 days. 52 days. He sifted through. Now, and and you you discover this over the course of the book, but that is not something that he is unfamiliar with. Just up and leaving and going on these adventures without electricity, without communication to the outside world. But he sifted through journals and post-its and recordings and so many different things to, to write this book. And it is some of the most fascinating storytelling and re- recollecting, recalling that... Recollections? Sure. Memoirs <laughs> that I have ever ever read or, or listened to. And I'd, I'd said that I wanted to highlight one of the passages and talking about taking ownership uh, in, in things that you do. And he was talking about when he was in seventh grade, I think he was, he entered into a, a poetry competition at his school and he wrote a poem, took it to his mom and said, what do you think? She, she didn't like it. (laughs) She pulls out a poetry book and flips through it, finds one says what do you to Matthew what do you think about this this poem he goes well I liked it she goes then write that and he wrote down that poem and submitted it to the competition and he won the competition (laughs) that guy is that guy is like a freaking mystery to me he's he is so enigmatic and he's so just it it he's like a character is a like a, a cartoon version of himself like nicholas cage you know like it, you there's a story about one night his he he went to um university of texas uh and there was one time that he was he was back in austin he went to a football game they had had a, a losing record all season and then they played their rivals and demolished them. And he partied for like 36 hours straight. <laughs> and by the end of his partying, he went home and he decided that it was time to light up his bong, put on his favorite music, strip down naked, open play up the bongos. windows and play them bongos. There it is. And he got arrested for it. Yeah. And the rest is history. <laughs> Completely buck naked got arrested for respect it's it's so it's so good Uh, just a fascinating read um and you know somebody who is you know of course tangentially related to what we do bourbon um but he he never makes a mention he makes one mention of it i take that back and it's within like the last 30 minutes of the book where he says something like like he's going through all the cool things that he's gotten to do. And he just goes, I became the creative director for wild Turkey. And then that's it. Okay. <laughs> and he's just done. Um, but it's, it's, it's fun, man. It's a, it's, it's a awesome. fun, easy read or listen. He sounds just, I, yeah, I mean, you can make fun of him and be like, whatever, but like, he sounds just like the most inner, one of the most interesting. Oh, he is. Ever. He is. Yeah. Um, there's three separate times that he 
if your kids are around, you might want to cover their ears. Um, but three separate times that he set out on a certain course or a certain <laughs> adventure because he had a wet dream. Oh, Lord. <laughs> As an adult male. <laughs> oh, God. So that's how, that's how I became a nurse. You had a wet dream? <laughs> yeah. And you said you woke up from a dream where you saw a sexy nurse or what? Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. I'll tell you later. We'll put it in the the book that we're going to write. <laughs> yeah. In 10 years. Sure. <laughs> um, on a sincere note, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who has listened to all 5,000 minutes worth of content that we have put out this year. Uh, not even including the Patreon stuff, the YouTube stuff. Uh, th- this has been such a fulfilling year, a reinvigorating year of doing this show and one that has reminded me of why I set out to do this in the first place five years ago. Yeah. A big part of that too has been having Eric by my side, having Swan by my side, having so much support and so many open conversations about where am I in life? What, where's my head at? And being more comfortable with having those, those conversations with people and being better for them. Yeah. So it may not have been, if you look at it on a numeric scale, the most successful year for the show. Uh, somehow 2020 was the most successful <laughs> year for the podcast. Uh, but it, it has been easily one of my favorites and one of the, the best on record. So I love you guys. Eric, I love you, man. I love I'm, you, buddy. I'm so thankful. I'm so happy with... Uh, Thank you for keeping me around another year. I'm not letting you go. You, got, you, you, si- you signed a lifetime contract. Well, <laughs> I plan to take over the show someday. So. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, um, so. No, thank everybody too. I'll just say that. Like, <laughs> thank you, Perry, for keeping me around. Uh, let me try so many new things that I normally wouldn't have got to try. Taking me to festivals and just being there and be- being my best friend, and just I enjoy I enjoy this, and I enjoy everybody that listens and comments and sends us messages and samples. Like, you keep me motivated. Like sometimes when I'm on social media and I get pissed and then I remember, <laughs> oh wait, I met a lot of good people on here. Then I remember that it's all for fun. So yep. keep whiskey fun and listen and Hashtag watch keep whiskey fun. Hashtag it. <laughs> you know what else you can do? Tell me. You can go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Yes. I may have said my bourbon pod a few times, but go to Patreon slash my bourbon podcast and support the show. You can give us a dollar. It just supports us. But I will say at $5, you get a lot of extra content. Like we, between the extra content that we put out, like you get double, you get double of everything. If you're you just get, listening get right now much. on this, um, you're getting a great, some great content, but you're not getting everything. It's especially when we extend an episode of a Patreon thing that normally goes about 20 minutes and we go over an hour. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's probably going to happen a lot more times. So yeah. we are we're actively, actively planning on doing that more yeah. next year. 
$5, patreon.com slash Podcast. You get pours from the floor. You get Sample Irresistible. We're going to do a new show. You're going to get extra pregame chats. You're going to get this episode uncut. If you just want to hear us fart and stuff, like that's, that's what you get. We don't do that. Eh, sometimes. Well, fart, fart out our mouth. That's a burp. There is... <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> patreon.com slash... My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send an email to this my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Um, that's just if you want to send us something, uh, get our address, send us something to review, ask us to pair something, we'll do it. Like, honestly, like, seriously, send us a message, like a direct message, anything. Um, if you want to leave a voicemail on the barrel rings, it's 85-859-428-8253. You leave a voicemail, we play it, we reply to it, you're on the podcast. Easy as that. Um, if you want to go to social media, on all social media, it's at MyBourbonPod. You can follow Perry at PRitter1792. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. Uh, we have a Facebook group that uh, is pretty active in there. This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Answer a few questions. You'll get uh, invited in as long as you're not pinto beans and something. I'm just fine. Um, <laughs> we don't want anybody trying to sell their collection in the <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, you can go to YouTube. Uh, this is my bourbon podcast on YouTube. You can watch this episode that we're talking about right now. If you are listening to it, um, Perry goes live every Thursday. I was uh, recently on that. I try to join him when I can. Um, so all the video version of the podcast and live streams are on YouTube. This is my bourbon podcast. Um, just tell people about us, uh, share it, like, subscribe, all the stuff the kids say, um, uh, leave a bell. review, hit the bell, leave a <laughs> review. Perry mentioned it earlier at the top of the episode, leave a review. We want to read it out. Um, everybody who leaves a review in January, we're going to try to do a giveaway. We want some more reviews that helps us out. I don't freaking understand anything about the fucking algorithm. <laughs> um, <laughs> But you decided per- you decided twice there what I words did. you wanted to use. I was trying to, use, to be nice, and then I said, you know what? I hate that thing. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> Perry understands a little bit more. He said, leave a review. I say leave a review. Do it. You'll be putting a giveaway. We'll put some samples. Um, do we have enough for our ones and twos? God, I don't want to give that up. I don't know. That's, well, that's like I said, I need to find a bottle. <laughs> Well, if we find so, a bottle, you may by the one. I don't by know. the end of January. Yeah, I may have Perry keep that one around so we can share it. Again. <laughs> Either way, I got a plenty. I got plenty of uh, Wilderness Trail Eight Year that I would send, and I've got plenty of Hidden Bar, and I said I'd give my worst bourbon of the year, <laughs> Hidden Bar. Sorry, um, but yeah, like just share it, share everything, send us a message, every all that, anything you want us to do. We love you guys. It's. Like I said, another year gone by, but I've had so much fun in being a part of this, and I've enjoyed all the stuff you guys send in the comments, and you guys keep it going. I think I think Perry would agree, but yeah, that's all I had to say. And next, happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody! Hope you had a great Christmas too. Yeah. Next week, next year, Ooh, even big review. The first episode of the year. We are going to reintroduce ourselves because this has been going on for five years. (laughs) We wanted to make sure that people had a good jumping off point. We wanted to talk about our bourbon journeys, our whiskey Mm -hmm. journeys, uh, and how we got to this point 
with the podcast and all that good stuff. And we've got one heck of a review planned for you. Big review. Stay tuned. It's topical. Well, I'll say that much. We may, we may, we may uh, tease it just a little bit for the next episode. It's like aloe. Yeah, aloe vera. Topical. It's topical. I got burnt by bacon one time, and that stuff saved my life. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah, I made bacon. I was like eight years old. And made bacon in uh, the microwave. We had mm-hmm. this little bacon tray. Poured Collects all the grease. All the on grease. Top. Poured it all over me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's that's, that's an episode. There you go. All right. Well, (laughs) thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We love you guys so much. We will see you in the new year. See you next year. Hey. (laughs) We'll see you next year. Until then, though, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. It is.